0: You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike, and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Welcome to your weekly dose of grumpy middle-aged men getting worked up about things that really shouldn't matter as much as they do. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show...
1: If you look at every single region of this country that has been ruined in the last 30 years, it's either been through... Poorly applied capitalism, which can be fixed, I'm sure, I know it can, just give it another chance youngsters, or Londoners go in there in their masses. I'd rather watch a relegation six-pointer than, than a Wimbledon
0: semi-final. Phil's uh, mildly controversial opinion is that he doesn't like just lying by the pool in case he falls asleep and gets an erection. That, and and boredom, basically, because you you get on the plane and you travel, but yeah, no, no, I mean, I don't, you know, especially especially now. This this extra stuff that you've just said, I'm I'm going to edit that out anyway. No! (laughs) Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Mildly Controversial Podcast. Um, With myself and Baz this week is a man who needs no introduction, so you're right, mate? Oh uh, yes, I, yeah, I am. Yes, right, yes. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I I will actually give you an introduction. I just thought it <laughs> was a. It's a bit of a kind of a, like an eighties game show gag that I thought I'd start with this week. So this is uh, Phil uh, Phil Carr. He is um, a friend of Baz and I. Who um, when we decided we were going to move this to the mildly controversial podcast, and we wanted guests to come on and share their mildly controversial opinions, Um Phil's uh, name. Um, was the first that we thought of. Because if you don't know Phil, um, get onto his TikTok at philc84, um, and you'll basically see a man who's not a grumpy middle-aged man, but pretty much is without the middle-aged bit. So fits perfectly into who we are and uh, and what we're trying to do here on this podcast. Thank
1: you for having me. Um, Yeah, I... I, uh... I think the, I think the main problem is I come across grumpier on TikTok than I than I actually am because I don't really smile when I talk. So um, yeah, but that's kind of the franchise I've now got, so
0: I live with it. <laughs> well, the, a lot of people will be listening to this rather than watching it anyway. So as long as you just keep your voice in a kind of a kind of a mono, you know, <laughs> monotone kind of grumpy miserable thing, we won't even know if you're smiling or not. So. Oh. I am nervous it'll probably be quite easy to do that. Um <laughs> as uh, as you know we've invited you on to um, we're going to do a couple of things. Um Baz and I might chip in with a couple of uh, mildly controversial opinions of our own but we want to start off with um one of yours. So you know what the you know the deal with this. Um let us know uh, a an opinion you hold that you think might be mildly controversial and we will discuss and we may even do or, almost like have kind of a Like a mildly controversial podcast seal of approval or rejection, so Mm. there's a little bit of jeopardy in there. So, what we talking first, Phil?
1: Okay, so let's start off with Israel. Is it? No, I'm joking. I'm joking.
0: We we mildly. I said mildly. (laughs) No. So my
1: my first uh, mildly controversial opinion is. I don't like beach holidays. I, I cannot stand a holiday on which you do nothing other than lounge around. I don't mind being in the sunshine. I don't mind being in the Mediterranean. I don't mind those things. But I've got to be doing stuff with my day. I don't know whether it's genetically me. And if I have nothing to do through the day, my body just kind of says I'd rather be in bed than by the side of a pool. But I don't like going and laying by the side of a pool for a week or two weeks or whatever, to the point where my wife now, for her beach holiday, for her Mediterranean sun-soaked holiday each year, just goes with my mother-in-law. They go away <laughs> together, and it's a win-win-win-win <laughs> for all concerned. But I I cannot do it. I get agitated. I, get, I, I, I just don't like it. And I know a lot of people, for them, it is one of the highlights of their year to go to some god forsaken mediterranean resort where health and safety is but a word and the food is really not that good even at the good places and uh, or they get all inclusive and they get excited about a buffet which is pretty average like i say i love being away i love going away with my friends to resorts I love going away with a big crowd of people so there's a big crowd of people there's always something going on so lots of people can be lounging by the pool but someone might want to go and see a greek ruin or something like that so i will go but yeah I do not like be, I I don't like just lounging around on holiday it, it's it's I don't like it there I've said it <laughs>
0: it it is quite cathartic this podcast isn't it I mean, just like, <laughs> it's, it's the, oh good yeah chest. so um, Baz and I see I thought you were going in a direction there that Baz and I have already covered on this That Uh it's the beach is the issue but it's not Um, because Baz and I have discussed that we would much rather just lay by the pool than go to the beach because the beach pisses us off because you get sand everywhere and it's too hot and you're too far from the toilet too far from the bar all of those things okay Um, but it's not yours is more kind of um, you need to be doing stuff and I look I agree with that in terms of like Emerald just lie by the pool constantly, and she no, like, she's down there. Which, to be fair, is good for grabbing sunbeds. But she's down there from like half eight uh, before the sun's even thought about coming up, right. and she'll stay there all day. Like,
1: but what's this obsession with getting a sunbed right next to the pool? Where's that come from? That's right. outside of my my. Folks, don't get me wrong. I watched the TikToks. I love the TikToks of people getting up at 5.30 in the morning. And there was that guy who blew up last year because he worked on a resort. And he was going around collecting the towels. And then he set up a camera filming everyone as they came back out. But the, I don't get why you need to be... I mean, the sun is the sun. The sun is... Is a fixed distance away. Mm. And surely the pool is noisy with kids. I've never done it. The pool, the pool is noisy. Surely being a couple of rows back, or is it like a status thing? I don't know.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think it's a status thing. I think it's just people think the sun is better by the pool, so you can get in and out of the water. I'm with you on this. I I quite often don't even have to decide the, the pool. I'll go through the grass area and set up a bed on that. Because you're only going to be 20 meters away from the pool at the worst, aren't you? If you if, you, if you're further back there. Yeah, maybe maybe the resorts
1: you go to, Baz, but I, I uh, you know, I, I, the, the ones that I used to go to, it be. Uh, you could be even further than that, but yeah, it, it it winds me up. I have my theories about why the British public love it so much, but um, we'll come on to those.
0: So yeah, the um, I get the thing like I I can't be asked lying in the sun all day. I mean, look, I've got I've got two Scottish parents. I'm definitely not. I've got two Scottish parents. I come from Northern England and I live in Ireland. Do you know what I mean? My kids turn from blue to white on holiday. You, That's just you. You have got you have got see through skin. Yeah, You're I'm, not, I'm not I'm not built for the sun. I, look, I do get a tan, but it takes me literally the entire summer to get a tan. <laughs> really, really slowly. Do you know what I mean? I can. I, I can eventually get a tan if I've got a, a whole summer of doing all right. Not like, even here; it, like, it doesn't need to be much sun. I just need it for a really, really prolonged time. But no, I've I've never been one to just kind of lie sweating in the sun. And 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 the thing of uh, like you said, the um, activities and doing stuff. When we went to Core Food uh, a month or so ago, we went to a place that had its own water park attached to it, and that was perfect. Yeah. Our kids, our kids are of an age now. So we 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 lay by the on the on a um on a sunbed by the pool, which was the wave pool, which was pretty cool. Cause every ten minutes when I'm too hot, just jump in there on a rubber ring and bounce around on the waves and stuff. So it was perfect. And then every so often like the kids the kids are like, old enough to know that me and the missus aren't cool to hang around anymore. So they kind of do their own thing, and then every so often we'd go into the water park. Well, um, I don't like that. three hours and then back
1: again. It was cool. Wait, hang, on, hang on, you Aaron. You right, you're not cool. To... How many followers have they got on TikTok?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they like that. Well, my son likes that. My son's proud of that. My daughter hasn't told any of her friends that I have any slight representation on social media. She's, she's petrified that it. her That's friends will it. find out that I am on social media. A damning review. A damning she, review. She was devastated that um, two weeks ago, um, two weeks ago was the first time anybody's ever mentioned anybody I don't know has ever come up to me and said something about TikTok. Two weeks ago, my daughter was mortified. <laughs> so, the, uh, apparently, the uh, apparently the uh, the store manager of our local um, Aldi in deepest darkest Donegal is from Berry. And knows me off TikTok, so wow! That was uh, t- two things that blew my mind that day. You get ten percent uh, off.
2: Yeah,
0: I, he said I can go and have a chat with him anytime. So uh, he, he didn't oh, wink okay. when he said it, but I'm definitely going to try and use that sort of uh, influence. Maybe I'll use uh, maybe we'll use that link to try and get served alcohol at ten twenty four. Because the other week I was in Aldi, and you're not allowed to buy alcohol until half past ten. Right. And I, I didn't know that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I I went in there and I'm just, we're buying everything. Like the proper shop, everything goes through and then she goes to scan the bathroom. It goes, dude, dude. I was like, oh, what's up with that? She went, I can't sell you this for another six minutes. Do you understand? I was, like, I was like, oh God. So we paid for everything that had gone through so far and then she took the like 10 pack of beer or whatever away from me and I had to kind of Linger around the till like a bad smell. Until I looked at her and said, "Is it half ten yet?" And it doesn't matter who you are; you can't help feeling like some kind of like yeah, alcoholic yeah. bum on the street when you're waiting six minutes to buy some beer that you're not going to drink for maybe a week.
2: That feels yeah. a bit like the uh, the Michael. What is it the the bad day film with oh. Uh, Hey, I'll cut this bit right anyway. Let's go. Back. <laughs> let's yeah, go back. Phil's
0: gonna to have to help you with that. You said the word film, so Phil will have to help you with that because I have no idea. I've watched about seven of my life. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what he's talking about, anyway. About. Well, do you know what? Sometimes, sometimes Phil, between me and you, he won't be listening, be- between me and you, when, when, when you know. What, Baz is of an age where sometimes oh, no. he just starts rambling and you've just got to kind of nod your head and just accept It's like, he's like the, 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 the weird uncle in the corner at Christmas, do you know what I mean? You've yeah. just got to just Baz, let him do it. Baz, what, what,
1: what year are we talking here? What year are we talking here?
2: It's a, Michael what, Doug, it's a Michael Douglas film.
1: Oh, okay. So it's a talkie, is it? It's a talkie. <laughs> it
2: is a talkie, yes.
1: <laughs>
0: to be fair, it's a Michael Douglas film. It could be anywhere from the past six decades. <laughs>
2: Anyway, I'd like to go back to the subject which Phil Phil started. Phil, are you a reader? Do you read a lot of books?
1: Yes, I do read, but I'm not very good. And I can't fall asleep by the side of a swimming pool um, because I'm nervous that I will... Um, something very magical will happen in my sleep and I'll be laying there um, by the side of a pool. Um, <laughs> it's that morning
2: resting. glory. <laughs>
1: it's an irrational fear i have it's never happened but it is an irrational fear that i have i just don't feel comfortable sleeping uncovered in front of a large amount of other people i just can't do it so i like to get up so i walk around the hotel a lot i go for walks around the town um you seem to lower your standards when you're in Mediterranean towns, you seem to lower your standards like quite a lot for what's good food, what's good bread, what's good, you know, like, you know, especially these touristy places. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I get pretty bored and my wife knows I get pretty bored. So she's quite happy to go and not have me there.
0: Okay. Uh, just to, just to wrap this, uh, this section up, I just want to, um, I just want to uh, summarize that, um, um, that Phil's uh, mildly controversial opinion is that he doesn't like just lying by the pool in case he falls asleep and gets an erection. <laughs> that and and boredom basically. Yep. You because you, you get on the plane
1: and you travel. But yeah, no, no. I mean, I don't. I you know, especially, especially now. This this
0: extra stuff that you have just said, I'm, I'm going to edit that out anyway.
1: Yeah, so no. I <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially now I've got a now I've got a little bit of profile. I, I don't want a picture of me. Lying on a sun lounger with an erection through, um, you know, Adidas swimming trunks. As I've sat there for hours next to my wife, who just lays there doing nothing, just lounging by the pool. And I look around and I just see people sipping on drink, slowly getting tanned. And I kind of think there must be more to it than this.
0: We're supporting <laughs> you on this
1: one. Absolutely. The, 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 I wholeheartedly
2: I, yeah. I uh, agree with you, Phil. Yeah. I, my, my We're rubber stumping that theory. Yeah, my wife can't lie by the pool, so we always find activity, activities to do. And oh, say, I bet I, you do. I get bored and I've got to go somewhere. I can't sit by the pool all day. Baz, I think,
0: uh, I think you, and, uh, you and Liz need to come on holiday with us. Yeah. So Emma can lay by the pool and I'll go doing stuff. But I'm, yeah. I'm not doing anything like that involves any kind of effort. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not one of these that goes hiking on holiday. My thing, when I get bored of lying by the pool, I'll go to the bar and then back again. And then maybe somewhere else, and then back again. It's just that I'll I'll ferret around doing different things and just like rather than sit in one place. Right. Okay. So, yeah, um, that's officially been rubber stamped. Um, You're in with that one. So controversial there. One thing that I wanted to cover on this is something that I experienced a couple of weeks ago. And um, if you are one of the lucky 5% of uh, my TikTok followers, who was actually shown uh, the TikTok that I did on this? Um, you will have heard um, that I was in the um, I was in the DIY store the other day, which um, which I am quite often, and and I want to appeal to manufacturers of paint to just call it the fucking color that it is. Do you know what I mean? Just call, like, there's nothing wrong with light blue, mid blue, dark blue that just call it something else because I've got a list here of some ridiculous paint names and they give no indication of what color it is. And in fact, it sounds a bit like, you know, when Alan Partridge just speaks into his dictaphone and comes out with just fucking ridiculous TV show ideas. It sounds like someone at a paint company has done this with like, idea for paint color. Um, And they've got, right. It is a few. You've got, look, I'm gonna go straight in with the most fucking bizarre that I can ever think. Elephant's breath is Dark a paint colour. Dark grey. I was like, I've no idea. I can't even remember. And I, I can't even remember what colour it is, right? It's but great. It's good. It's a good one. But it's elephant's breath. It's visionary. Good. Good. Well, you say it's visionary. You can't see breath. So how can it have a fucking colour?
2: <laughs> I don't know, Mine can be quite ranty at times.
1: Yeah, I was yeah, I was gonna say after a night out.
0: Yeah, Buzz's breath would be green. But that's, the, but that's not one. Um, there's, uh, there's one called Pointing. 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 Re- that,
1: that, that must be blue. Is that a blue? I've
0: no idea. I oh, like here, here, we go. here we go. There, there, there is a blue here that mentions... It, it actually mentions blue in the name, so it doesn't kind of fit in with what I'm saying, that you don't really know what colour it is. But um, this one, right, it's by F&B... I can't remember what the uh, full name of that is, but F&B seem to be pretty, uh, they seem to be culprits of doing yeah. this quite a lot. Um, anyway, this one is Dick's Blue, like D-I-X yeah. Blue. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But-, but, but, but why would you name something? It sounds like something that a pensioner is complaining of to his GP. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know what's gone wrong, but my dick's blue. Why would you use that as a paint color? It just doesn't make sense. So, um, what I've done here, right, <laughs> um, on this theme is a little bit of a challenge between the two of you. Right? Okay. Can we have yeah. my play, I'm
2: colorblind here as well?
0: We're going to, yes, Bas is colorblind. So, there's a slight look. It's not that we're not going to go into what color is this. What we're going to do, we're going to play a game of paint or ain't oh okay oh like it see where i've gone with that yeah 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 so um, i'm gonna say the name of a paint color and i need you two to decide whether it is a paint or it ain't Uh, i'm 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 up for that put your
1: uh, put your disability back in the box baz (laughs) yeah exactly it's nothing to do with that you know you and yeah yeah, i just just
2: felt entitled on a color thing that was all yeah, you
1: you 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 only trade off it for the blue badge in the car.
2: Well, well, do you know
0: what? Oh, it, or gray it, badge, gray badge is <laughs> it? it is
2: to <laughs> him. Purple badge,
0: he's only, he's only going off what they've told him that he's got a blue badge to park outside. <laughs> <Tesco>. <laughs> it could be any color, he hasn't got a clue. <laughs> oh my god,
1: if I was a car salesman and a blo and a colorblind person came in, I would, yeah, no, what color do you know? I want uh, like um. Uh, just grey, just grey car. It's like, yeah, yeah, definitely grey. Definitely grey. You just get rid of something on the forecourt that you cannot sell because of the colours. So you just give him like some lime green
0: focus. something. Sort of but but if they're blind, it was just like, you know, what colour do you want? It was like, I don't know because I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> so how do you do that, Baz? Do you know what colour your car is, Baz?
2: No, I know colours as they've been described to me. What I don't know is when they're not direct red, green, blue. So if they're shades of or mixes of, particularly red and green, my world is fucked. Well, that must be interesting at Traffic Lights. Well, no, because there's only three three (laughs) colours, isn't there? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, officer, I can't tell the difference between red and green. It doesn't quite work that way, but yes, I could get away with
0: some stuff. Right then, gentlemen. So we're going to play Paint or Ain't. So yeah, I'm going to say going. A, I'm going to say the name of a paint color, and you've got to say whether it's paint or ain't. Um, is it a paint color, or have I made it up? I'm going to start with paper bag.
2: Uh, they, straight away I'm thinking, uh, paper bags can be absolutely any color, but, but more predominantly they are like Manila envelopes, aren't they? Then what? Paper bags are pretty, in. The first thought about paper bags... No, the envelope. Those... What
0: did you say about the envelope?
2: Are those manila envelopes that are that sort of brown colour.
0: I it's do. The name, it's the name of a type yeah. of
2: an envelope.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, manila. Oh, okay. I thought manila was a colour. And I was like, shit, a blind guy has just told me a colour I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, this is a low point. Um, manila, okay, right. So no, What we're paper. saying, I,
2: boys, paperback. I think it's a colour.
1: I'm going to take an early gamble and say that it isn't, but I do kind of think it is, but I like that. For the thrill of the competition, I'll say that it isn't.
0: Okay, well, um, right. I'll let you off this first one, but I did go to a lot of trouble to call this fucking section paint or ain't. So I think it's (laughs) a colour and I don't think it's a colour and not acceptable answers going (laughs) forward, right? But I will take them on this one. So Baz said, so bad says it is a colour. Um, Phil says it's not. Um, I'm just double checking my list. No, I made that one up, so Phil gets a point. Okay. So I don't ne- have
1: I don't have ain't in my vocabulary.
0: <laughs> Come on, bring it out. Pretend, oh, it's a taint. Oh no, taint. don't do that. That's a that's a that's a part of the body we don't that, talk. That's about. A,
1: that, that's a bit between your. Uh, <laughs> between Whoops. your bits and your bits.
0: Yes, it's uh, the the front and the back, right. Okay,
2: Google it, so um, Oof, that's my version.
0: Needles and pins.
2: Uh,
1: aint, aint.
0: Yeah,
1: it,
2: well, if, if it is, I don't like it, so I'm going to say aint as well.
0: Well, you're both wrong because that is a paint by uh, Crown paints. And what colour is it? I've no idea. Don't ask me what colour it Your fucking colour blind. All right, grey. <laughs> that's alright. <laughs> Close enough. That's, they're, all gray, they're all different shades of grey. <laughs> okay. Next one. Good vibes.
2: That's right. a paint. Yeah, that's wanky enough to be a paint, isn't it?
0: You've both gone uh, for paint? Yeah. Well, I've conned you both. It's a song by Jedward. <laughs> Boom! Right. Next one is McQueen. McQueen. That's a paint. That's definitely a paint.
2: Are we thinking there's a red one from the film Cars? Uh, what are you going it with, hot. Uh, I'm going to go for it's paint as well, because I think it's a red. Um, I don't know what colour it is, but you're both correct. That is a
0: paint by Fleetwood. Give uh, Fleetwood, uh, oh, Fleetwood paint a so like name Fleetwood. check there, just in case <laughs> they want to... Uh, look, uh, we say this pretty much every week. I don't give a shit what product wants to sponsor this. If anyone wants to come out with the money, we'll, we'll, we'll whore ourselves out to anyone. So Fleetwood, I really like McQueen. Let's go for it. So, uh, you yeah, we'll... Uh, yeah, we'd love that one. Right, next one is flexibility. Oh, um, ain't. I'm going to say ain't.
2: I'm going to take a gamble and say it is then.
0: Okay. Well, uh, Phil gets another point. Uh, I made that up. <laughs> There he is! Yay! Okay, um, we'll do a couple more. Okay, Yukon
1: um, Gold. Keep going with it. Keep rolling. Go on. We can get a hundred out of this. Go. On. <laughs> this will
0: be the once I've edited it. This will be the whole forty-five minutes yeah. of the podcast. It'll just be this and bit. then you just then you just do this every week, and then within like three or four years,
1: you've got kind of got David Beckham on and. You've got, <laughs> Because all you need is one famous person, and then all of the others will want to be on it.
2: Oh, you've we've got, got the famous
1: now.
0: person after you. That's it, everyone's going to want to be on. Okay, so yeah, um, Yukon Gold, that's yes. a paint. Yeah, yeah. paint. Well, I've conned you both again. That's a potato.
2: <laughs> oh, family tree. I mean, I'm just okay. guessing here. Yes, that's a family, but that's a paint.
1: And, and and am I and am I? I'm two points up. Am I?
2: Yes, You can't lose it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So so if I may indulge in a bit of shit then I will agree. <laughs> I will agree with Baz.
2: Good tactics.
0: I didn't think this was going to turn into something that it was so competitive, or if that anyone would give a shit. But it's if I like, okay. wasn't
1: colourblind, I wouldn't be so passionate about
0: it. Like, <laughs> I cannot lose a, a family tree. Is a paint, and it's made by Crown Paints. So oh. And also,
2: that's the first time anyone's used the word shithousery on our podcast, and I love it.
0: Yes, yes. It's definitely not going <laughs> to be the last. Zeitgeist.
2: Peter Baz be playing chicken on
1: who's going to talk first us now.
2: Uh, listen, also, another wanky name. It's got to be a paint. For, for, to make the last... I'm going to say it isn't. I'm to, yeah, but you've you, you've
1: only thrown about three real paints in the whole time because you've just had so much fun thinking of these. That <laughs> um, the, the uh, yeah, I'm going to say it
0: isn't a paint. Ain't ain't. It is a paint. Oh, it's a paint
2: by Craig and Rose. Buzz, did you say yes? It is. I did. Is this the decider then? So we've got have we got to go either way for this one?
0: I'll do two more because you're one behind. I'll do two more for jeopardy reasons.
2: Yeah, I, one what I, well, I don't what? want
0: it to be a draw, so we'll do two more. Oh, where am I going with this? I've got a big list, and I'm going to go with Minero.
2: Minero. Well, it's, it's all guessing. Uh, I'm going to go eight.
0: I'm going to go paint. Well, that is interesting, because that equalises it at 4-4. Four, four, and it's also absolute. interesting, because not absolute. only is it not a paint... um, that's a Chelsea player. He played under Phil Scolari. So uh, for those that don't oh, know... Oh, for goodness sake, that's a bad, There are people watching this that hadn't even been... Well, in fact,
1: everybody watching this from TikTok, so none of them were born at that point. <laughs> it was, um... but
0: importantly, you, a Chelsea fan, were, and you didn't spot that I'd thrown in a Chelsea fan. <laughs> right, yeah, it wasn't, exactly, it wasn't exactly drogba, was it? It was... Uh... <laughs> and there's a good reason for that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to, you to get it. Anyway... Right, so it has come down to the last one then. And Phil, I'm going to let you go first because Good. of your proven shit housery. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, That's my right. Point. I, I need one shot recipe book.
2: Hmm. So, so all of them have sounded like paints to me so far. <laughs> I'll take that as
0: a compliment because the <laughs> ones that aren't, I made up
2: or yeah, or exactly. I... found
0: songs by Jedward,
2: potatoes, and it's your, it's your new job for Crowd is to name their paints for I... <laughs>
1: I'm going to go paint. I'm going to go paint on that.
2: Well, just obviously to make it a competition, I'm going to go for eight.
0: And Phil, you can spare your blushes. You haven't lost a paint colour challenge type quiz against a colorblind man. <laughs> you pulled it out of the bag when it mattered. It was almost like a penalty shoot out of that. Um, In your
1: face, Baz. You come at me on colours,
0: you don't stand <laughs> a chance. <laughs> I think not only have we illustrated that um, paint colours are fucking stupid. Um, I think we've quite well illustrated that, and um, hopefully entertained people and took the piss out of somebody's disability at the same time. So, what's not to love about that section?
2: You're welcome <laughs>
0: uh, on that bombshell. I think we should uh, we should get uh, our guest to uh, to tell us another uh, another uh, mildly controversial opinion. Um. Well, this—I this, don't know how mildly controversial this is because we're going into a
1: cost of living crisis, so it, it could—it's probably the norm. But um, for me, I never say it at the time when I'm somewhere or invited somewhere or with people or whatever. But for me, it's expensive champagne, and then to evolve that because I thought I can't just say champagne. You, know, like you get you you get served an expensive champagne at a wedding. To me, it just tastes like. A cheap champagne uh, but but pretty much any expensive food there have been exceptions where we've gone to like really really top restaurants but then I found that out of the Michelin starred restaurants we've been to me and my wife over the years and there haven't been many those aren't actually so a lot of those aren't actually that expensive but some places you go it's mega money and I just don't I don't see my taste buds my taste receptors don't seem to be on a level where I can decipher, you know, a 200-pound bottle of champagne from a 40-pound bottle of champagne. I, I just can't do it. Same with spirits. Whiskey, I pretend that I do. Cigars, you might, when you're told, some of them seem a bit smoother when a, it's a 50-pound cigar as opposed to a 10-pound cigar. But, yeah, I, I just don't I, – I, I think it's me – I just don't get why people will go out and spend five or six hundred pounds on a meal when I I you could, you could go to Five Guys
0: and be just as happy. I'll start with the uh, the champagne thing, and um, believe it or not, I have uh, I have drunk a load of sh- champagne in my time um, through a combination of being a, um, through my corporate job and you know being quite privileged to be in ridiculously expensive restaurants and also. Um, me and Emma going through a stage of our life where we just spent money like someone was going to fucking take it off us. So we used to drink a lot of champagne for for that reason. We've we've come out the other side of that now, thankfully. I say this as a man who's currently drinking uh, Aldi Prosecco. So uh, I think I'm very qualified to talk about this. <laughs> that, you know, I've gone through that and come out the other side. I absolutely agree um, that it's just... You have got to have such a refined palate to be able to tell the difference between cheap wine, expensive wine, cheap champagne, expensive champagne, carver. I've got a friend who was a wine buyer for a supermarket. Okay. Uh, in australia he knows everything he would could literally just go yeah that's that's where it's from that's the grape that's the year and everything by tasting it right
1: i think i think genetically it's just passed me by some people can run fast some people naturally have good muscle mass i just think that my taste buds just aren't accurate enough i i i uh uh, but you know don't get me wrong I, I won't say no to a glass of champagne but I do always feel like when I'm somewhere or, or at a restaurant and we order it or something like that I just sit there feeling like this is wasted on me I really you know like a, a pint of neck oil would be just as welcome and it like I said it, it is kind of the same with certain foods as well like, like i do it's not that i don't think they're good I, I just don't i just don't enjoy them as much as i think other people do don't
2: know phil i'm 100 behind this because i've done that thing where we, we've been around someone's uh, No, it was at a wedding where the special what uh, champagne was some don perignon yeah and i got a hold of it and i was like i just felt i had to say it was nice and the better than anything else I'd tried before because I knew it was expensive and I knew that they really loved it. To me, it just tasted like fizzy white wine.
0: Yeah. Sorry, sorry, (laughs) I've I've just realised that um, uh, my co-host in in a podcast called The Mildly Controversial Podcast is somebody who will try a champagne and go, oh, 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 that's lovely, when they don't think it's lovely. (laughs) I hope you're not still like that, Baz. We we need more forthright opinions than that. At a wedding, at a wedding. Yeah, where's the bride? Go get the
1: bride. Oi! <laughs> this, You get this, this from fucking shit. Aldi
0: or what? You've you, you're job. interrupting
1: the photos. You're interrupting the family photos. <laughs> you champagne
0: shit. <laughs> Oi, you come here, come here, come here. Like yeah. seriously, you've done your dough on this. Absolute waste of time. Scumbags like me can't tell the difference.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm with Phil. Though. I don't, I don't have the. uh I don't have the the sort of subtlety to understand wine. Anyway, for me, it's I don't really like it. I like I like three or four different ones which I like the taste of, but the rest of them is just shite as far as I'm concerned.
0: <laughs> we we, we, did- we really are the creme de la creme of the <laughs> uh, of of society, aren't we? The, the,
1: the same the same thing happens with with sort of um, one minute beer review on on TikTok who I love I love one minute beer review. And but he, he makes me seem like a caveman because I like neck oil and I like I like sort of all of these you know they're just supermarket lagers they don't taste of anything so they they taste of something and they taste all right to me and I'm you know like I, and then people sort of say are you getting the citrus are you getting the? I'm like no I'm not no See, no that's we, we that, we're we're not me, why we've I'm drinking
0: we've mentioned this before in a previous podcast that I'm I'm convinced that the um, you know fifteen years ago um you had wine snobs and we like oh can you not appreciate this Oh, oh the uh, i'm getting notes of this that and the other And <laughs> no they're doing all this and i don't know why i went i went all salads and the lambs That i didn't <laughs> mean to do that that's not the type of like la- la- the-, the wine uh, wine authority i'm talking about <laughs> but um but yeah uh but yeah chianti apparently is nice okay. um but yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> that's not where amazing. I was going with that. But yeah, like I'm, I'm saying, it's like not the actual connoisseurs who know what they're talking about. You get this level of just wankers who just think they know about it. They, they've progressed now. They don't. They don't do wine anymore. They do craft beer. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, and they just yeah.
0: go, oh well, you know, this was, uh, you know, I, it may be six pound a bottle, but it's you know, it's brewed by, uh, it's brewed by monks in, uh, in uh, you know, the it's an the it's a karma. and they like oh, piss off, man. It's like, does it taste nice or does it not? If it <laughs> tastes nice, I'll have a go. Half of these things are like there when you go like, oh, oh yeah, it's like half of the bloody craft beers. Try, like my brother drinks a few craft beers, you try them and just think. Fucking hell! It, it looks like, it feels like, and it smells like, and it tastes like it's been, it's been brewed in your mum's bath. It's horrible.
2: Yeah. Don't you think they're just trading off the fact that nobody understands it, so they're just like second guessing the fact that you won't have a clue of what they're talking about, and just go, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah,
1: I, I, I think so because because most stuff when when you spend money, you can you can see the quality. If you get into a Bentley, you can see and you can feel the the the, the quality it's there if you if you get a first car class flight on you know qatar Air, like airways or whatever the one where you get like your own private room on the plane you know you can that, that you can see and you can feel that um whereas i think sort of taste like no one wants to seem like a like a you know like a neanderthal so they 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 just sort of go oh yeah no that's good you know yeah so i've done it i'm guilty of it but yeah i i I'm glad that you guys agree.
0: Um, Baz and I, I'm pretty sure we both agree that, you know, um on on everything like like the the people spending a ridiculous amount of food, ridiculous ridiculous amount on uh on champagne and wine, hundred percent agree. It's 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 a complete waste of time because uh, Luddites like us just don't appreciate the nuances no. between those things.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, if 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 it was sort of the difference between a cheap bottle being you know a tenner and an expensive bottle being twenty quid and sort of everything in between, then yeah, I might look more into it. But uh, yeah, when you're talking about sort of you know five six hundred pounds for a bottle or something, you just taste it and you're like, mm, okay, that's wasted. You may as well you may as well have poured it down the toilet as opposed to giving it to me. Um,
2: but, but I think what you're saying is uh, both price ranges will get you equally as pissed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I, I I love the fact that we've got a guest on from Surrey, and he's the same level of scumbag that we are. So <laughs> that, that's a beautiful uh, that's a beautiful awakening. Well, I'm, I'm, like about
1: to, I'm about to lose them even more. I'm about to lose my Surrey my 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 Surrey comrades even more with the next one. <laughs> but
2: um, <laughs> oh, well, let's lead straight into it. Then. I'm so excited about this. Talk me through. <laughs> it. Well, I,
1: I I don't think I don't think I'm going to. There's no way I'm bringing both of you with me on this one. I can't stand bbc sports fans and by that i mean primarily wimbledon the olympics things like that i i get that lots of people like sport and what have you but what really pisses me off are kind of the wannabe upper middle class baby boomers who get absolutely balls deep into wimbledon and the olympics because it's on free to air tv And they behave like they are the only sports with any suspense ever. And the fact that my mum will religiously watch all of the Olympics, almost unaware that all of those are sports going on in the world all the time with all the same people competing in competitions that mean nearly as much as the Olympics each year. And it it really frustrates me. And the whole sort of atmosphere around Wimbledon and the the, it, it just, it's... It's alright. It's not that great. Give me a Premier League game any day. I'd rather watch, I'd rather watch a relegation six-pointer than a, than a Wimbledon semi-final. I'm not saying it's a bad sport. I'm just saying it's a sport. And if it wasn't free to air on the BBC, it would not get millions of viewers. It's just because it's free to air on the BBC. That's why it's so popular. No one's going to get a Sky subscription simply for Wimbledon. A, a few people might, but not many. I would love them for one year for charity to put Wimbledon and the Olympics behind a paywall—a decent paywall, thirty quid or forty quid—and see how many people actually pay. And the BBC can give the money to charity or whatever. But yeah, this sort of and this high and mighty thing. I love Wimbledon because it's not like football. No, what you're doing is you are trying to associate yourself with the people who go and watch it. And because there's a royal box at Wimbledon and because the Queen showed up to the Olympics, you're trying to associate yourself with them. Whereas because of football or rugby or whatever, it's slightly thuggish, deeply spoken men. You you, you sort of go, oh, no, I'm not like that. I'm like this over here. So, so Yeah the bbc sports the whole atmosphere around it the laughing at pigeons when they land on the pitch the the fucking cliff richard singing along like the it just good luck to it but it's just another sporting event i wish that everybody watched them just and all of a sudden then we've now got the cricket with the 100 and it's on the bbc so all of a sudden everybody's back into cricket it's just like Oh, sport is there all the time. It costs you thirty quid a month. Thirty quid a month is about five pints now. Just put your hand in your pocket if you want to watch it and watch some proper
2: sport. I completely agree with you on this one. Purely because they never used to show e-sport before Wimbledon. Did they it's a relatively newish thing to, to get on the BBC, and that's because they need to warm you up to watch Wimbledon. And, and like you say, the same with um, the same with uh, the Olympics. They start showing track and field events just before the Olympics to warm you up. And I agree, I don't watch any other track and field or any other tennis matches throughout the entire year because Wimbledon is the only thing they show that's free. And I wouldn't pay to watch it. So yeah, I, because you your reasoning, I completely agree with you. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I quite like a Wimbledon final because it's a, sort of like a point of the year. But I, if I had to pay for it, I wouldn't watch it.
1: One of, one of the reasons the Wimbledon final normally does quite well is it's normally about the point of the year where England crash out of a major football tournament and we just kind of look for something to
0: distract us from it. I'm just a little bit surprised that you didn't think you drag us both along with this because absolutely. <laughs> the thing you were saying about the, the the people who support this kind of thing, is like, I just find it so curlingly cringy when you see every single year at Wimbledon, there'll be a line of frumpy middle-aged women with, like, a, a Union Jack in each hand with, like, a Murray, like, an M on this one. Yeah, One, yeah, one yeah, next yeah. time we'll have a U, and R, A. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. And look, I say this as somebody who's been to Wimbledon twice, okay? The first time I went there, um, I was... Um, was I was 16 at first day I was 16 I was I was 16 I spent a summer in uh in brighton with uh family friends um and it was the it was the first year ironically you mentioning cliff singing it was that year because it was the first year that there was so much so much rain that they played on the first Sunday ever or whatever, and I got a ticket for a tenor so we just went there camped out overnight got pissed and went and watched this thing
1: so that's well, um, that's about
0: 200 quid in today's money <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, and then the second time I went there, um, we got to we were given tickets to uh, really nice tickets for the semi women's semi final, um, and my highlight of that as a football fan was that you could take your drink to your seat. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. so, so me and Emma were just like, look, we've paid nothing for these really expensive seats, right? um and it was kind of a work thing as well so we didn't even pay for travel or anything so we were just like right let's buy a bottle of the you know i'm kind of like going back on what i said throwback, throwback. But, but this was that point of my life where, like i say we were spending money like like whatever um so yeah we we're just like uh, a, a bottle of laurent perrier sat there was like look drowned it was like, it was like and, and it was like really enjoying the tennis and all this kind of stuff and i'm just like looking around going do you not know you can bring booze to your seats? Why, why is nobody else going <laughs> you You never <We're> like, yay! <laughs> I didn't no idea. And all these people just go, are you mental? You can bring booze. You don't have to stop drinking when you're in here. You can bring it here and you can drink it here. They, they don't take it off you or anything. <laughs> nobody understood. Yeah. Well, that's that's another thing that
1: sort of annoys me with with, with kind of those because I mean I go to the cricket and I go to the rugby where you can drink in the stands as well, mm. and um, like enough times at the cricket. I mean, granted, with the barmy army, it's a little bit different, but like enough times at the cricket, sort of you you, you get these sort of people, especially with, with like Wimbledon, which I've been to like a, a few times. It'll be sort of like, oh, you're allowed to drink in the the stands. You know, it's almost like it's a joke that football fans aren't allowed to to drink in the fans. Stan, sorry. And, 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 and you, do, you do kind of think, like, have you been to a football match? Have you seen the atmosphere that's there? Even it's as a family night broker. and day between what we're experiencing here. Where I go to at Chelsea, when we sit in the Matthew Hardin stand south, like, it is insane. It's definite. It's, and that is held up by the Premier League as the butt of the joke as the rubbish atmosphere and when you're there it's almost like the gravity of the chant makes you chant your your body doesn't have a choice it is so loud and so and and yet you you then go to somewhere like Wimbledon and they go you don't get that at the football it's like what laughing at pigeons no you don't (laughs) You, you, you get You get fifty thousand people singing quite clever chants to the to the to the tune of school hymns. It's kind of yeah. I I just don't like how people have not experienced any other sport. Then feel free, then then sort of feel qualified to lecture you, who's there on other sports and why they're not as good. Um, Okay, Phil, what have
0: you got for us now then,
1: Uh, Londoners. Um, but not Londoners when they stay within the realm of London. It's the moment Londoners leave London and then want to change the area that they're moving to. No one wants them there. If they are going to go, then they've just got to sit on their hands and shut up and accept the place that they've moved to for where they wanted to move to and not say, yes, I want to move to a fishing town in the northeast to then demand that there are chained coffee shops there and bridal suites and the local church no longer does services on a Sunday but hosts graffiti art and uh, everybody must have an acoustic guitar in the pub and, and that sort of thing. If you look at every single region of this country that has been ruined in the last 30 years, it's either been through poorly applied capitalism, which can be fixed, I'm sure, I know it can, just give it another chance, youngsters, or Londoners (laughs) going there in their masses. People say sort of of out-of-towners, people say mover-inners, people say hipsters, people say all of these things. It's not. It's Londoners. I live about 12 miles away from London, and when one of them walks by me, I feel physically sick. See, they, 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 they instantly believe they're better than everybody else. It's their sense of humour or no sense of humour. Now, because post-pandemic they can all work remotely and they only have to go to London two days a week or one day a week or three days a month, they can move off all around the country and take their can't-do attitude with them. <laughs> the BBC has done it to Manchester. The BBC moving to Manchester. And Manchester is the next town to become like London. You, you you start to get slight feelings of these sort of easily offended but quick to offend people. Uh, the, the the sort of socially acceptable of everybody, but you've yet to meet someone they socially accept that exists in the real world. You, you, you just kind of... It, it's this sort of metropolitan. I don't want to say elite because a lot of them aren't elite. They're just they just have these opinions to fit in around the people they work with, and they can't voice another opinion even if they want to because then they won't be part of the in crowd.
2: In my experience, obviously, for the people that moved out of London to where I live, all of those people just began with, "Oh, isn't it quaint?" And you know, you have all these little quaint sort of you know areas around you know. I live in a town currently, which is a small town. They uh, they moved out here and they moved into a massive house, which was like 15 times as big as their apartment in London. they have got two children and all they've done since they've been here, and they're lovely, but all they've done since they've been here is just say, oh, isn't it wonderful you've got all this space? Well, like, well, that's what it's like outside of London, surely.
1: Yeah, it he, he grinds my gears. And, and then, it, you know, you'll get enough of them move somewhere and want to make a place they local. They want a pub to be their local. They've never had that before, and then so many of them move in that the, the local pub then becomes unbearable. So then, all of the locals stop going there, and then because Londoners only go in for quiz night every single week, that then fails and, and falls apart. They're to blame. For, they're to blame for most things. They sort of behave like they've never lived anywhere other than London. But very few people in London have lived there since birth very very few people they're normally from yorkshire they got their degree they moved there when they were 21 they're now 31 they lived there for 10 years they've lived there for a third of their life and they leave and they think that like you know like where are buskers don't you miss buskers it's like no i don't miss buskers they're annoying
2: yeah
0: winds me up (laughs) and on that bombshell um i think it's time for us to finish the podcast so, uh, so Baz, um, have you got anything you want to say? Like that, you know, the, 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 bit that you end every podcast with.
2: My only role. So, uh, so Phil, I'm aware you on a lot of different platforms now. So where can people find you that want to find out what you do and, uh, and get mildly, you know, mildly offended by what you do.
1: Thank you very much, Baz. And if by a lot of platforms, you mean two platforms then yeah, you're right. Um, You can find me on TikTok at philc84, so please follow me there. But don't you don't have to watch my stuff there because it doesn't pay anything to me. So please go to at philcar84 on Facebook where it does pay me something. Not much, but hopefully it will do it at some point. It's going up slowly. It's going up slowly. But, yeah, so uh, philcar84 on Facebook and philc84 on TikTok. I'm not on Instagram because it's the devil, and I'm not on YouTube because... It's too much like hard work. It's, it's too hard, isn't it? It's, it's, the thought of starting a new YouTube just exhausts me. So, it, yeah.
2: Thank
0: you. So, very much. thank you. Uh, thanks, Phil, for being here. Um, I've enjoyed your company again, as always. Um, Baz, thanks for being here, as always. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we will see you next time. Bye.
2: Mike. Do you think anyone's still listening? I don't know. Probably not. If they are, where can they find us? Thanks
0: for asking, Baz. That's a great question. They can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MildlyPod. Or, if they want to get hold of us, they can email us at mildlypodcast at gmail.com. Or they can go to the website, which is daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast.